Welcome to The Coaching Cast, your working from home managers club. Here to check in with you weekly to share your working highs and lows, remind you that you're not alone and that there's many of us outside of your current four walls, all trying to be the best coach, leader, manager and probably human being we can be. I'm Susie, sales and business coach at Future You Business Coaching, currently taking on my hardest coaching assignment to date, parenting a toddler who doesn't take too kindly to being questioned. And I'm Lisa, founder of Grip Corporate Coaching, personal performance coach, leader and chief eye roller when it comes to all nonsensical corporate mumbo jumbo which suffocates rather than advocates. In this podcast, we aim to explore the leadership coaching techniques required to navigate and survive the current business environment. Presenting different topics each episode, which we will discuss with some special guests along the way, sharing ideas, hints and tips for you to take away and try for yourself. We hope you enjoy listening. today's episode it's the season finale so we'll be looking back at our favorite moments of season two our highlights our favorite top tips and also what you can expect from season three of the coaching cast so stay with us and enjoy so before we get into the season finale lisa how are you today so I've had my closest encounter with COVID yet. Oh no, tell me more. So driving home late on Saturday from the pub. So I think it was about half 11 at night. Right. Black. Driving. I live in a rural area, so there's no like street lights. So pitch black, driving along. And I was doing the speed limit. I was doing 50 miles an hour in a, on a country road. And... I, all of a sudden, something hit the side of my car on my driver's side. And I was literally like, what on earth is that? Anyway, I carry on driving because it, it wasn't a large like creature because it could have all been right. a deer. We do have deer roaming around. Yeah. I, I could have hit one of those. It wasn't that. But something hit me in the side. And I was carrying on driving and there was this scratching noise. And I was thinking, oh, my God, what the hell is that? And I thought a bird has hit the side of my car and is hanging on for dear life. And it's now scratching at the vehicle. So I was thinking, oh, my goodness. So I, I pulled up to the drive and my husband was in front of me. He'd been driving as well. He was parking the car. And I said, Dom, come round to the driver's side because something has hit my car and I think it's still attached. And I'm not prepared to open the driver's door in case it attacks me. <laughs> and he oh, my was God. Like, this sounds like something from a murder mystery. He was like right so he comes round and it is pitch black so he's got the torch on his phone out and is inspecting the vehicle and he's like right he's like so you want to know what hit you I said yeah and he went a bat I was like a bat I was like a bat has hit my car and I was like is it still alive he was like I don't think so it's staring at me but it's not moving and I was like oh god so this bat had flown into the side of my vehicle and wedged itself in between the wing mirror <laughs> and the side of the car. Oh my god! It was just like, <laughs> like mangled. Like one <laughs> wing was here and another wing was stuck up. Oh no! Um, and it splattered all along the side of my car. So I parked the car, got out of the vehicle, and then had to decide, well, how am I going to extract said bat from the vehicle? Because it was literally stuck. It was disgusting. Anyway, I had to, you know find some sort of implement so out came a broom you know and I, had oh. to, I wore gloves obviously but literally it's my closest encounter with covid yet so this I, like my, my vehicle covid tried to attack me it really did it was wow. it's like the poo in the bath story when i had to find an instrument to extract the poo oh yeah like- from season one <laughs> <laughs> you never did explain what implement you did use yeah it's top secret it's oh. top secret i think you're missing out you're, you're missing out on the parents who are listening you're denying them some to- another top tip but anyway, i used a broom and a, and a pair of gloves um i mean they were surgical looking gloves so it did look a bit weird because they're bright blue and I think my husband, well, my husband videoed the whole thing. So for anyone who's interested, I'll post it on our Instagram stories this week of me Please. extracting said bat. Oh my goodness um, me. 
but yeah, I, I mean, it was quite traumatizing, obviously more so for the bat. Um, but what are the chances of that? I mean, they fly around, but I mean, I've never known them to fly into a car before. No, so was the when she'd extracted the bat, was the bat okay? Like, did it uh, like, no. fly away? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, there was no hope for it. Oh, dear. I'm sorry gone. to hear that. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Well, so that-, that is quite an extreme <laughs> situation. A special story for today's finale. Bat attack. <laughs> bat attack right here yeah. as part of the coaching cast indeed, indeed um so yeah so that happened over the weekend but in terms of how i'm feeling today i am feeling a lot better thank you than i did yesterday so yesterday obviously the day after the euros final mm. uh which god what a roller coaster that was as soon as it went to penalties i had flashbacks to euro 96 so mm. it brought back a lot of anxiety for me um but Obviously, the result itself for us was poor, but I think the aftermath and the reaction from, I know we call it a minority, but they are a very loud minority, unfortunately, in this country, afterwards was deep, deeply saddening yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and I feel exactly the same. Um, I think that just those young men who stepped up and, you know, put themselves out there to um, do something remarkable. Uh, And yeah, the outcome wasn't quite what we wanted, but they, you know, really put themselves forward to um, do it. And that shows great bravery and great courage. And to be um, treated like that and the abuse that then followed it's absolutely unacceptable in any situation. And I think my heart actually really aches for them. Mm. <clears throat> that um, That is the reaction that they have had. And, you know, we should respect that, especially for Saka, you know, I know he went, he went last, but that young man is only 19 years old. Mm. And just for context, when I was 19 years old, I was working in lush restocking bath bombs yeah that that really smelly shop yeah I was not representing my country in an elite sport performing and actually without him and the rest of his team we wouldn't have been in the finals in the first place no exactly you know let's just get a grip and it's it's just racism in sport racism in business racism in life is completely unacceptable and I felt the same yesterday I felt very heavy yesterday in terms of how we were now talking about this rather than the actual game on Sunday and the fact that people thought that this response and doing this was in some form acceptable Mm. and it really really wound me up yesterday that Mm this is still a thing and is allowed to happen. Mm. Um, you know, big, we, ha- we have a, um, an active presence on Instagram. We use Instagram a lot for this podcast, but I am still very confused as to why the social media companies allow and don't put huge measures in to prevent any form of abuse um, to you know, stop that. And I, I still don't get it. I just don't no. understand. No, don't agreed. Understand. Agreed. In respect of how technically capable these companies are and technically intelligent, yeah. surely yeah. we can put the measures in place to scan, screen this type of like negative behaviour, this abusive behaviour. is. I think there's, well, it was very sad what happened on Sunday and then what happened subsequently. And... I think the whole tone of the final has been tarnished in this country by the behaviour that was then seen, both in respect of the racial abuse on social media, the racial abuse even in the stadium itself, because that was taking place. I did see quite a few posts um, talking about that. And it wasn't just racial. Um, the the couple who own In Style, I know that they suffered um, homophobic abuse in the stadium as they watched the final, which is disgusting as well. So I think, you know, 
seeing all of that it was so sad yesterday and as you said like very disheartening but yet there was an outpouring of positivity to fight against it and I know all the um spaces that I operate in and the pages that I follow was filled with a um unified positive approach to fight it but I think you know I know we always say it's just the minority but as I said when I started this discussion the minority is too loud and actually those of us in the majority yeah. are not loud enough and I think we did share um Mrs G Fletcher and her post around don't be a dick which stood up for <laughs> don't just see it and dismiss it like see it and call it out yeah and I think there were some examples of that across yesterday as well um of people actually fighting against it and saying as a majority if we truly are a majority we need to start finding our voices um so that we can drown out those that continue to spread hatred yeah 100 percent. We, we love you also, gareth we love, we you, love gareth you gareth and the boys and the squad and super proud of all that you've achieved and i'm very glad that they have gareth as um the team to lean on now yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. this respect you know he's been there he's uh shown a huge amount of brilliant leadership qualities throughout this tournament and also beyond that as well uh, we've talked about it before our episode last week where we talked about high performing teams was all centered on the England squad and we wish them you know all the luck and I know they will be absolutely amazing in the future uh, so bring on the world, world cup and guitar yeah let's go brilliant. do it let's, let's do it. it okay right should we get into the season finale let's do it Let's go. In today's episode, it is our season finale. So we are looking back on our second season of the coaching cast and chatting about our favourite bits, reflecting on the awesome guests we've interviewed and generally getting into the party spirit. Well, it doesn't take too much for us to do this. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, the coaching cast was born from a conversation Lisa and I had at lunch just under a year ago in the summer of 2020. It feels like a very long time ago now. (laughs) We felt so passionately that we wanted to try and normalise coaching, drive awareness of its practice and benefits, as well as build a community for all of us who found ourselves working remotely. This is what drives us in creating a working from home community and putting out episodes of our ramblings each week. (laughs) So Lisa, in three words, how would you describe your experience of season two? So the three words I've selected are inspiring, challenging and clarifying. Oh, that's a great mixture of words. (laughs) Tell me more. So inspiring in respect of the many diverse mix of guests that we've had the pleasure of speaking with on the coaching cast. And what I feel like I've learned from all of those individuals, you know, specifically, I would say Rob Stevenson, who, I mean, he will be in my probably my best moments of season two. I think, you know, in respect of seeing someone who's truly, he embodies the challenges around mental health and that he himself suffers with a mental health illness, but he challenges the stigma around it. He's standing up for it and he fights every day. And I really get the sense that he fights for himself as well as those who are less able. I think he's incredibly inspiring. And I think he speaks with so much um, purpose and sense. Yes. I think also in respect of inspiring, you know, talking with Zuby and his story around how he grew himself as an entrepreneur and how he continues to do so and the, you know, how creative he is and how he takes risks. I think also inspiring in terms of some of the subjects we've spoken about. And actually, I think that's where I've I've found this particular season so clarifying because talking about topics such as vulnerability and the fact that actually that in itself was a really interesting episode for the comments and engagement we had around it. And it really stuck with me as a continual reminder to check in with myself and the perspective I share in terms of 
recognizing where that comes from. I'm not, it's not to be excused or apologized for, but in terms of acknowledging that a lot of my viewpoints come from um, the situation I'm in, in terms of the fact that I am safe, that I am secure, that I come from a point of privilege. And I think that's something that I've grown more consciously aware of ever since we recorded that episode. And it's kept me in a position of always wanting to be transparent, to be aware. So I think that's where I'm coming from with clarifying. And then I think challenging in terms of, it links actually quite nicely with that, but I think challenging in respect of twofold, challenging that in so much as practically I found this season a lot more challenging because we've recorded it in a post-lockdown environment. You know, season one was was recorded in lockdown. And I think being able to practically record this was um, a lot simpler because I was doing less and could give it my full time and attention. I think this second season's been a lot lot diff- a lot more a lot more difficult because you know my pub reopened. Yeah. We were all out about doing a lot more things. <laughs> I think it's been a great challenge because I think it's really tested me and stretched me but demonstrated what I'm capable of even when I think I'm at my lowest ebb <laughs> and have no energy. <laughs> and actually how much this gives me energy. So I think there's that, but I think challenging and it links back to that point I was making in terms of when I chose the word clarifying, I think this season's challenged my own thinking around some of my thoughts on the topics we've had, like vulnerability, like um, high performing teams, like talking about transitions with Joanne, actually, which I hadn't really thought about transitions and what they mean in the context of many things like we spoke about with, with Joanne. So that was really interesting. Um, so yeah, so they're my three words and a bit of context around why. So what have been, what are your three words for this season? So my three words describe season two are bloody awesome conversations. (laughs) (laughs) You cheat. (laughs) Because I went more specific originally. So I was like, bloody awesome guests, uh, bloody awesome topics. And then I was like, no, because then that discounts the fact that we have had some amazing guests and some brilliant conversations with them. It discounts that you and I have discussed some interesting topics Mm. and had, um, you know, some, uh, again, great conversations around those topics and debated them and had different opinions on some stuff. And so I felt like it was, it was too kind of dismissive of one or the other. So I've made it a bit broader to encapsulate all of it, which is around um, the conversational word, I suppose. Mm. Um, Because I genuinely think when I reflect back on where we, when we started recording at the end of April, um, we, we had lined up, you know, six guests to come on the season Um, They were all very different in terms of the topics that they were going to be talking about. So we started with Joanne to talk about transitions. You know, we talked about Zuby, about his experience of being an authentic entrepreneur. We then moved on to Rich to talk about his journey of becoming a CEO. We moved on to um, talk to our dads about their career journeys um, and then talking to Rob about, you know, mental health and well-being. Just saying it out loud there. That is a real diverse selection yeah. of topics. Yeah. And then peppered in between that are the conversations and discussions we've had about um, creating um, a, a, you know, a workplace culture, which is about um, embracing and managing talent and how you succession plan, how you deliver successful feedback conversations, um, we've, you know, how you create high-performing teams. Um, and I think... I found every, I can genuinely say I have found every single episode we've recorded fascinating. Mm. And I think to not steal your kind of um point around the thought provokingness of, of those discussions, but I have genuinely taken something away from every single episode we've recorded, of which we've done eleven to this point. Mm. And um that has been such a privilege to have the opportunity to um 
debate and discuss some stuff with you based on our experiences, learn more about some of your stories. You know, I think one of the things that um, has stuck with me in terms of our conversations is around when you talked about that story, when you delivered some feedback and you got it wrong um, (laughs) to the lady who worked for you and the impact that had on both you and her at the Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. and how you learned from that. And I just found that a really interesting conversation um, about how you manage that situation, what impact it had on you and your leadership style moving forward. And I think because I've worked with you, I can see how that will have had such an impact on you and how you would have genuinely taken that forward and learned mm. from it, because I know that's really important to you. Um, so having that opportunity to chat to you about some of that stuff which you wouldn't do in everyday life no um again is such a privilege and talking to you know the guests of which you know some of my favorite guests um to echo your points around rob you know the power of that question how are you today you know we used it in our section before you know when i asked you how you were today those three simple words you know fascinating and and absolutely have an impact on on you and others zuby i mean i don't even know where to start in terms of our conversation with zuby i was in awe from the very moment we we started we sat down and started recording the podcast i you know knew zuby before um, I knew a little bit about his story, but I, I genuinely didn't know, I don't think, the um, ups and downs that he had experienced within that story and the hustle, mm. the absolute hustle. And, and now I have my own business. I think I took away the inspiration that you just keep on going yeah. and actually doors are going to be shut. People are going to say no. People are not going to respond. But actually, at some point, somebody will. Mm. You just got to keep on hustling. Yeah. And actually, that's for me. Now I have my own business, something that I've really taken away from, from mm. that. Mm. Um, and then finally, I have to I have to end because I know um, I absolutely loved talking to Rich Duff about his <laughs> career. All right, I found him, him. Put him down, Susan. So interesting. And I think probably <laughs> one of my career highlights, actually, <laughs> talking about his experience and journey to CEO, because a lot of what he has experienced and his career story has a lot of parallels to my kind of career today. Mm. I've worked in sales, working in some big organizations. And I am the world's number one biggest fan of Joseph Joseph. So <laughs> when I found out that he had led at Joseph Joseph, I was literally like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, so yeah, just purely from that perspective, actually, I found the conversation brilliant. And what his favorite Joseph Joseph product was, which I then had. I didn't even, I couldn't even like get beyond that. That was amazing, which was the chopping board, by the way, the meat chopping board, if anybody wants to know. You can listen back to that episode, which I think is season episode four <laughs> to get more detail. Isn't it just on repeat in your house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like it was so hard to pick some, some, um, some, you know, words to describe. And I know we're going to now talk about some of our best moments of, of season two. We've touched upon them a little bit there, but um. What have been your best and probably most challenging moments from season two then, Lisa? Um, So I think my best moments have been exploring the topics of feedback and vulnerability that we did with just the two of us, because they are subjects that I am hugely passionate about. And I think feedback, especially so, it's it's a a subject in a work context but I think it's in life because we have the opportunity to give feedback to each other all the time um that I think is just so critically important and I do think it's the key to unlocking the most effective um supportive relationships as well as supporting all of us to be even better than we already are yeah and but it is an art form which is obviously what we discussed and and as you know thank you for <laughs> complimenting me on sharing my story um but you know and actually that links quite nicely with that the fact that I've mentioned my other favorite subject is vulnerability in this podcast I've always wanted us to be really straightforward and honest and real about what we talk about and yeah. about the techniques required to be able to achieve the positive outcome we all want it is not always simple it is not always a really straight road it does have bends things go wrong but that should never stop any of us from giving it a go because actually 
giving it a go, taking the risk, trying it out, the worst thing that could happen is you don't get it quite right and you just do it again. You know, practice makes perfect. Let's turn it into a habit. But actually, if you get it right, the opportunities that presents, the, the positive outcomes can be endless. And I think I never wanted us in this podcast to oversimplify so that people didn't feel they could relate and that they could really connect and adopt what we're talking about. So actually sharing the highs and the lows is really important to say, look, those of us who even think that we're able to do this now and do it well, we still got it wrong loads of times before that. Absolutely. Um, and I think, I suppose that's what makes me even more passionate about the subjects we talk about is that I talk about them from a place of I know, not that I'm pretending or I'm making it up or, you know, and to demonstrate, hey, look, if I can do it, so can anybody else, but be brave and just go for it. So I think I've really enjoyed talking about subjects like feedback because actually it's a a reoccurring subject that comes up all the bloody time. I don't know how many times I talk about it with people um, in their career journeys, in the coaching sessions I talk about. And then that vulnerability piece, I just find so powerful. I just, I love it so much. But as I said, and I'll keep saying this, I recognize why. And yes, I do. I'm able to talk about it in the way that I do because I come from a point of already feeling secure in myself and I'm secure in my environment. So there's always a caveat around it. But if you can be vulnerable and if you can demonstrate it, the rewards are endless in terms of your personal connections with other people. Yeah. And and what that then delivers. Absolutely. And I think as well, like we are not finished articles ourselves, far from it. I bloody hope not. I tell you, if this is all that there is, I mean <laughs> uh, I've I'm disappointed already. I've got I've got dreams. I, I think I could be so much better than this. I've you know, I've got aspirations. You know, I bloody hope I'm not finished. <laughs> Um, and you know, I feel the same absolutely about <laughs> myself. Um, and I suppose that what the point I'm trying to make is is that we hope that you know, in, in this season, we wanted to reflect and tell our stories a little bit more around what has worked for us, what hasn't worked for us, um, so that you know that we are, I suppose, talking from a place of experience, mm. but also actually what we're going to be talking a little bit more about in season three, just to kind of um give a little teaser is the fact that we are both now in very different places in our careers and um, because we've both set up our own business and um, and so actually that brings different challenges uh different considerations different opportunities um to which you know leaving an organizational environment didn't necessarily bring so um yeah we're going to be talking a little bit more in season three about some of our experiences in doing that rather than being in an organization as well um but I think you're right you know we um want to make sure that we have demonstrated um our true selves as much as we can if you follow us on Instagram um you'll hopefully see that uh there's a little bit more insight in in terms of the behind the scenes (laughs) uh of which uh is something that you know is is really important to us and 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 actually about being authentic is a value that um both Lisa and I you know hold very true and, and very dear to us so what's been some of your most challenging moments of season two um so this is going behind the scenes now. So this is, again, talking a bit more about the practicalities of yeah. podcasting. But I think probably my lowest moment was, and I know it's your favourite episode, so I'm, well, one of your favourite episodes was, the, was with Rich, which it was mine, you know, it was brilliant. But I think it's the episode where I had to dig the deepest, yeah. personally, because just before we recorded that episode, and we record every Tuesday morning for everyone's awareness at 9.30, and that particular morning I had had an incident in relation to uh the pub yeah um in terms of I'd had a a a difficult surprise scenario pop up with a member of staff who he walked out on me and had only just learned about that just before we went live on the recording (laughs) and I had to dig deep to put on a face I guess and bring my best self to that interview and try to be engaged and try to be focused on the task in hand, despite the fact that I was um, absolutely furious and going through quite a difficult emotional roller coaster internally <laughs> because of that scenario. Yeah. Because all I could see uh, in front of me was um, eight days working straight 
at the pub 12 hour days not not my favorite thing to do and had no idea how I was going to get through it so I think from a practical personal point of view that's probably the lowest point I've found in this podcast uh, particular season so nothing to do with the actual podcast itself uh, but definitely in terms of trying to get myself into a productive mental state yeah to be engaged in the podcast episode and enjoy it as well without being so consumed with everything else that was going on in that particular moment listen we're all human you know we are we're working from home you know more than we were say 18 months ago I know some of us have returned to the office now or back into our normal working setting as have you um mm. and you know life happens oh you know, yeah stuff oh yes it does um, unhelpfully at times you know back sometimes off. back off life that gets reflected in this podcast and that's that's fine and that's and you know and, and that's great and I know in that particular scenario you know you found that really challenging and, and I and I'm pretty sure that if you listen back to the episode that does not come across and I know that for a fact it's whether you um, watch the YouTube and you just see the steely yeah like, Lisa's face changes just to the, through, like, fuming the episode the goes through like, shaking, goes through <laughs> so enough about me Suze what were your best bits in in this particular season so, I mean, I, I, I've touched upon in my in my kind of first bit there about, you know, we've had some bloody awesome conversations. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Bloody awesome conversations. Um, but I have to say that interviewing my dad oh, around yeah. his career and, you know, the fact about how his experience of, of building a coaching culture, something which I also feel very passionately about and an advocate of, mm. um, was just probably something which I felt very humbled to have the opportunity to do mm. um, because I know not everybody does. And um, learning a, a little bit more about his career story, the highs, the lows, the challenges, how he overcame them um, and what he did in, in that particular remit. Um, and I think specifically one of his top tips was, was around, you know, trying to coach in the everyday and that for me, I, I know when he said it and I heard it and I was like, oh, that's it. Like, that's so obvious mm. and so simple, um, but so powerful if you can just do that and, mm. in the way that you respond rather than the way you react to others, how you create space to listen, to allow them to articulate themselves empower them to go away and take action. And, and you know, that's what he means by saying, you know, coaching in the everyday those kind of three simple things and I just kind of thought that's really really incredibly emotional for me that I've had the opportunity to just have a conversation with him about that because as we've said you know life gets in the way you're talking about other stuff you know uh, I'm like can you please you know look after my little boy for an hour or could you please like help me with this could you come decorate my house could you do that blah, 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 whatever it is and mm. um, so we don't actually ever get the opportunity to talk sometimes to our families about actually their story from a mm. career perspective so I found that a real highlight of season two mm. definitely oh I love that and what about your like most challenging moment with the podcast this well season Again, we have to keep it real on this podcast. And in last week's episode, which was episode 11, when we talked about high-performing teams, you may or may not have noticed that around about 40 minutes into the episode, <laughs> my microphone broke. And I went super, super loud. And Lisa was like, whoa, what the hell are you doing and also on my screen it was just pinging constantly like your microphone is corrupt your microphone is corrupt your microphone has stopped working and I was just like whoa what the hell <laughs> you watch it on YouTube you can see my face I'm like panic sheer panic is, is coming over my face I'm like what the hell is going on secondly I'm like I don't know I can't hear how loud I am because my mic is a plugged uh, sorry my headphones are plugged into my mic so because my mic's not working I can't hear how loud I am and how loud Lisa can hear me <laughs> and so I get this whatsapp from Lisa saying you've gone huge like massively loud like what the hell's happening so I'm like oh no what's this so I'm like pulling backwards on the chair not to be as <laughs> close to the mic and then it, I deafened her and um, so 
honestly it was kind of quite um an intense few <laughs> minutes where we were trying to sort this out and when I was watching the record back to um do some edits I was list I was laughing my head off at just how loud I went because um amazing Dave so we have Dave in the background our editor who helps us um shout out to Dave office bloke Dave you've been Dave amazing Clark, yeah Dave Clark is our editor and he thank you so much for putting up with us yeah both. you're so patient with us we probably do your head in mostly <laughs> and are hugely demanding so thank you very yeah. much Dave thank you Dave um but yeah when I was watching it back I was like Dave I need to try and do something with the volume because I am literally and it's still not great but I am literally about a hundred times louder than Lisa um, and so that's just one of my comedy moments around probably one of my most challenging technical moments from season two for sure um it was hilarious um in hindsight it wasn't at the time um you were like you are deafening me I was like I'm so sorry it's like just stop talking step away from the laptop (laughs) stop leaning in Oh, it was funny. Oh, hilarious. Um, and then obviously we've got to talk about the standard internet connection. Oh, God. Yeah, well, it really destroyed the Zuby episode for you, didn't it? Because your, so, your internet connection just went. I have to say I've not been too bad. So I've, I've obviously been in Laura's lovely office. And we had a few hairy moments around the Zuby episode where I didn't have internet connection. Aside from that, it's been fine. But probably one of us either me Lisa or the guest have had an internet connection issue in least in probably what at least one of the episodes in season two which we've had to navigate um so if anybody's listening who works for an internet provider <laughs> in the Cheshire or Oxford area can you please just sort out the internet connection yeah, on the Tuesday out. morning from half nine yeah that would be great make Thanks it work honestly yeah so uh <laughs> slightly challenging moment of season two there um <laughs> So, yeah, that's probably been um, not great. But I, just to go back to the point before around what's been one of my other best moments, just because it's just come into my head. Um, and, and actually, I want to talk about it. It goes back into the um, intro, which we were talking about in terms of the uh, Euros team and the England squad, was when we did that episode on growth mindset. Mm. And we talked about um, the concept, which is quite, tricky and can be quite challenging to get your head around but the power of actually what you tell yourself what you think you feel you become and I think we talked a little bit around it and some of our top tips around the power of um, one word which was yet so when you add that on to your thinking so you know I haven't won this client yet and um, it reframes and it changes everything and I, I've had a lot of feedback actually from a few listeners uh, saying that you know that was really powerful for them powerful for them and they really took that away as a really simple easy thing to do and i think you know our mindset is so critical in terms of our outcomes and our performance mm. and it's something that i've certainly had to remember during this season as i faced you know i talked a little bit about it um in last week's episode or the episode before around i've had some physical health challenges and that's something that i've had to uh, really remind myself of is that that power of mindset and, and that's that word especially if yet um so yeah that's been something I really enjoyed yeah. recording that episode and exploring the concept of having a growth mindset for sure yeah absolutely so England squad Gareth and the lads you're not Euro winners yet yet and as I actually saw from someone who posted this quite cleverly yesterday we never said when it was coming home Indeed. So it's coming home, just not yet. You heard it here first on the coaching cast. <laughs> so that leads nicely, actually, because we were going to talk about our favourite top tips from season two. And actually, yeah. that is one of my favourite top tips, which is utilising the very simple three letter word of yet. So when you're thinking about your future opportunities, when, when you're thinking about your learning, maybe when something's gone wrong for you, just replace in the way you're talking yourself the some of those words and use the not yet because it is I think one of the most simple little top tips that we've shared so far and that's definitely on, on was on my top ones yeah 
and mine. So yeah, the power of reframing is so critical. And if you want to learn a little bit more um, about what we mean about that, you can dip back in to the episode on growth mindset, which is episode two in in this season. So season two, uh, to learn a little bit more about what we mean by that. So what about your other favorite top tips? So I've got two other favorite top tips because we we tried to narrow it down to three. Sometimes yep. we don't because there's so much good stuff depending on the episodes. But for this particular one, for the finale, we, we're trying to nail it down to three. So my other ones are um, based, my first one is based on our conversation with Rob Stevenson, which is episode nine, which is about mental health and well-being in the workplace. And that is asking others, how are you today? and asking it twice because if you ask it twice and the second answer you'll probably get the real answer and the truth and that question is so powerful in terms of giving the other person the opportunity to articulate how they're feeling and and responding because actually nobody may have asked them that uh, to that point in their day or even at all Um, and we need to be kind. We need to start looking after ourselves and eat and each other better. And so asking others how they're doing today is one of my top tips from season two. Awesome. Yeah, it was mine as well. So we're doing quite well so far. We're aligned. We've got the not yet. We've got how are you? So my other, the other one I had was in relation to the vulnerability episode. And it was okay. the utilizing the following when wanting to demonstrate your own vulnerability and empower and involve others so to create more of a culture of inclusivity and that was saying I don't know what do you think brilliant such a powerful question again so yeah I don't know what do you think right and my oh I think we're gonna have to go to four oh tips I'm Ignore Dave, you're gonna have to take out what I just said there about having three top tips. I'm it's sorry. It's a season finale. We're allowed to like, you know. I'm allowed some poetic license. Yes, we're allowed to celebrate. Finale. So okay, so what's your fourth one then? My fourth one is about feedback. Yeah. And um, this is episode seven. For those of you who perhaps haven't um, maybe listened to that full episode yet. Um, <clears throat> and my top tip is do not save feedback up to have a big conversation about feedback because that's what makes it scary that's what makes it heavy and that's what makes it difficult to do so be be regular and consistent in your feedback conversations so that they don't become this big massive thing that um you don't want to have Uh, by asking some simple questions um and for example you know how did that go for you today how do you think that meeting went that gives you the opportunity then to have a discussion and a two-way conversation uh, with regards to feedback. Uh, so yeah, that's my my fourth top tip from season two. Love it. So we've shared our favourite top tips from season two. And to summarise, number one is from Growth Mindset, which is to utilise the power of the word yet. So to apply that to your thinking, it's not a never, it's just a not yet. Number two is from the wellbeing episode with Rob Stevenson. And that is asking the powerful question, how are you today? And ask it twice, as Rob said, but most importantly, listen for the answer and give it time to enable the person to truly explore how they are and share that with you. Number three is from the vulnerability episode. So that is saying, I don't know. What do you think? Therefore, demonstrating your vulnerability and admitting that you don't have the answers, but then inviting those around you to offer their own thoughts. So creating that inclusivity at the same time. And then the final one is from the feedback episode. And this is in relation to the point that Susie made of don't save up those conversations, have them regularly, have them consistently, and then they won't build up to be something really big and scary. Utilize the question, how do you think that went? and invite a discussion where you're able to then share your own feedback. So it's now where we would normally talk about the listener question, which we featured in each of our episodes throughout season one and season two. 
And in some of the episodes, we answer your questions, either a work problem or just asking for advice. And we want to say thank you to everyone who's contacted us and for the scenarios and the questions you've bravely shared with us throughout the season. We've enjoyed hearing from you and look forward to receiving your updates on how you've progressed since. So in season three, we will be sharing some updates from our listeners and learn about the progress that they've made and the feedback on the recommendations we gave. If those of you who are listening have a question or workplace dilemma and would like some advice from us and to feature in season three, please do get in touch. You can email us at hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk or you can send us a message on Instagram at thecoachingcast. It's now time for Bullshit Bingo, where we call out phrases which get commonly used in the workplace, which, quite frankly, make us cringe. Today's Bullshit Bingo is from Sam, who emailed us this one, and it is on the same page, referring to whether you are in agreement on something with another person or not. So, Lisa, what are your thoughts on this one? I think I've used it. I prefer, I prefer aligned though. I think I don't tend to use are we on the same page as much as I use the phrase are we aligned? Okay. I just think are we aligned is just much more, it's more adult, it's more mature, slightly more sophisticated than on the same page. Again, I tell you what, loads of these are really American. I swear on the same page is an Americanism again, but I definitely, I mean, I've used it. I've used it. You must have used this one. I've used it, yeah. I think everyone's used this one. This is probably the most common of them all. Yeah. Yeah, I've used it. Um, No, I like it. I think being aligned is probably a better um, statement. On the same page, again, because we're just so literal and straightforward, Lisa and I, I immediately just think of a book and I'm like, we're on the same page reading the same book. That is what um, it means though, isn't it? That's the, that's the, that's, it's not that you're being literal about it. That's where it comes from, surely. So I immediately just go to books and then I start thinking about other things like, oh, I haven't read a book in a while. Yeah, that's oh, that's a good point, actually. And then I actually go off they're distracting. The they're distracting, yep. aren't they? That is yep. something we've not really thought, like talked about before. They are distracting. They don't actually keep you focused on the, 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 the matter at hand, which yep. is why we're going to talk about our favourite bullshit bingos of the season in a minute. I've got mine already and I suspect you probably know which one it is. But this is why I go into a weird dark place, way away <laughs> from the, the point of what it is. I've got a feeling our favourites are going to be the same. Oh, do you think? Okay, yeah, come so, on. Just, so, listeners, just so you know, we haven't actually aligned, we haven't had a, a discussion <laughs> ahead of recording on what our favourite <clears throat> tips were, what our favourite moments were, and what our favourite bullshit bingo was. We've gone into it cold, like we've just prepped separately. Yeah. But I've got a feeling on this one, <laughs> we're going to have the same one. So, okay, right. I say we say it at the same time. Okay. Like, so on three. three. Yeah. Like, one, two three low hanging fruit low hanging fruit <laughs> yes <laughs> we've got bingo that is true we've got bingo yeah it, it was the funniest one low hanging fruit i'm coming from the is. strawberry bush i'm coming so for the- anyone who's listening lisa is doing her usual um reaction there physical reaction there to low-hanging fruit which you can see if you watch the youtube recording yes um again again it was brilliant when you did this in one of the early on episodes um i've completely lost it and just couldn't stop laughing for about five minutes um so it had to be one of one of my favorites i love the fact that was yours as well low-hanging fruit we've literally got bingo in bullshit we have got bingo yeah for the season finale Yay! Bingo! Bingo! We are coming to the end of today's episode and season of The Coaching Cast. A season where we've had some builder bants, confusion over a lateral flow test result, and we have both had the privilege to interview our dads and had lots of interesting conversations, especially with our guests. Thank you again to all of the guests for agreeing to join us on this season. In season three, you can look forward to more conversations and debates on relevant topics in business and coaching as we enter the autumn. We've also had lots of feedback from you that you would like us to do an episode on imposter syndrome. So watch this space for this alongside chatting to some more super exciting guests in season three. 
We will be back in early September with a new season of The Coaching Cast. But do not worry, we will still be active on our Instagram page at The Coaching Cast. And you can listen and catch up on our back catalogue of season one and two episodes whilst we are away, wherever you listen to your podcasts and on YouTube by searching The Coaching Cast. We are also super excited to announce that the coaching cast will be appearing in the Sunday Times on the 1st of August in one of their supplement magazines called Pod Bible. Keep an eye on our Instagram page to find out more in the coming weeks. So we really hope you've enjoyed this season as much as we've enjoyed making it and sharing it with you and that you've now got lots of new ideas, hints and tips to take away and try for yourselves. If you have any questions, thoughts or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. So please do contact us at hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk or on Instagram at thecoachingcast. Your support has always meant everything. Therefore, if you really like what you've heard this season, then please do give us a follow on Instagram. Leave us a review on Apple or Google Podcasts. And most importantly, subscribe to future episodes wherever you listen to us. And don't forget, we're also on YouTube where you can watch these episodes. It will give you lots more interesting content and a bit more of a different depth. to to what you're listening to including my demonstration of low-hanging fruit yeah all you need to do is search on youtube for the coaching cast we both love music and use it to motivate and energize us so we like to finish each episode of our with our personal song recommendation giving you positivity and energy as you launch into your next zoom teams or even physical workplace setting meeting yes because transition now we're getting there we're getting there people you may be going back to the office yeah so we've both chosen a track this week to celebrate the end of season two my choice this week is take that greatest day what a cracker also brilliant if anyone's getting married at any point because that is 100 percent. i bet it's going to be on your wedding playlist so my choice is something completely different because me and Suze, that's the beauty of this we have very eclectic music taste we love to share something different (laughs) with 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 you so my choice is pete joseph featuring speech to bell called color something a little bit more chilled a bit more poignant maybe uh And also, don't forget, so Spotify, you can find our season one playlist for the coaching cast there right now. And watch this space because we will be posting the second season playlist onto Spotify very soon. And then you'll have two cracking playlists to listen to. Amazing. So keep your eyes peeled. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and spreading the word of the coaching cast podcast. We really, really do appreciate it have a great summer and remember you've got this